0: And welcome back to Group Therapy, a podcast brought to you by Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. I am joined here today by my two editors. I'm going to let them introduce themselves in just a second. But first, I want to thank everybody for their patience. My mother-in-law did, in fact, lose her battle with cancer this past week and passed away. Uh, So we, we took a break last week. I appreciate both of these gentlemen being patient as well. So here we are. We're back in the booth today. We're going to be covering everything Livingston Parish. So let's start off with the gentleman on my left. It'll be his right.
1: Hit it.
2: Hey, this is Rob Armin. I'm the sports editor here with the Livingston Parish News.
1: And this is David Gray, lifestyle editor with the Livingston Parish News. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Yeah.
0: And we are we're back. Uh, I know everybody needs a break from me from time to time. So I think they both appreciated that. Um, But today we got a couple of things to talk about as we play a little bit of catch up. First and foremost, do want to remind folks, if you are living in the Denham Springs area, that election for that bond renewal will be this Saturday. Early voting ended last Saturday. So far, a pretty good turnout. People believing uh pretty positive, favorable response. There's a story up on our website right now, com backslash breaking news. It'll also be in this Thursday's paper. We did have a chance to sit down with Mr. Cecil Harris from the school board yesterday. Uh of course actually that would be Tuesday for those of you listening to this on Thursday when it's going to run but you can check that out on our Facebook page or on our website. So first and foremost, uh we are going to start with any mini money mode David, we're going to talk about COVID. Uh COVID, <laughs> yes. The, everybody's favorite subject. Uh so right now we've got kind of a couple of things working in in tandem I guess you can say. Uh first and foremost, you know, there is some uh some issue with Johnson and Johnson uh, and we're also going to be talking about uh, potentially a new proclamation coming up next week. So take it away, sir.
1: Yeah, well, uh last week that was kind of the big news. Uh the the federal the federal government they recommended that states stop or pause using the Johnson and Johnson vaccine due to uh reports of blood clots blood clots uh, tongue to us for some reason that they are uh that they reportedly found in six patients. Uh and they, you know, they're stressing that these are very rare blood clots, but they also want to keep, you know, they they want to be on the safe side. You know, six cases out of about seven million doses nationwide that have been administered, and uh, none in Livingston or none in Louisiana. So I mean, that's that's the good news that it hasn't had any effect in Louisiana, based on after about eighty-five thousand doses that the state has used of the Johnson Johnson vaccine. But uh, that's kind of what uh, Dr. Joseph Canner, the state health officer. He kind of stressed, you know, wanted to talk when he they were at the the opening of the new federal vaccine center in Baton Rouge last week. And Dr. Joe Cantor, he kind of used that to, you know, just drive home the point that if people were doubting the seriousness that, you know, these state agencies are taken with vaccine safety, this is the proof six cases out of 7 million doses. So that's kind of what he wanted to stress that, yes, it's very rare, but they're also going to take that very seriously and not going to use it until they are given the green light to use it once again. So that's kind of – that's the update with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which was the big news last week on the COVID front, at least.
0: And coming up this next Tuesday, I believe it is, we are expecting – I mean. We know there's going to be a new proclamation because the current one is running out. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, uh, we were asked this morning in a staff meeting, uh, did David uh, or I expect anything to change? And I'm gonna let David answer that question.
1: Not really. That's that's the uh, short answer. Uh, you know, there's the cases still stayed, uh remain down. They they remain very low. You know, compared to where we were at, you know, December and January. State's done a lot of good work since then. Uh hospitalizations have crept back up though in the last couple of weeks uh they dropped down to 292 on april 5th and now where are we april 21st uh now they're back up to 344 you know be- obviously this is before wednesday's update so you know they-, they have increased some and percent positivity even though it's still very low it's also been you know increasing the last couple weeks so you know, we had that we had that drop from you know January from early January until about a couple weeks ago, uh, you know early April, where the numbers were declining week after week, and now they're starting to creep back up, which is what the governor Edwards and Department of Health have been, you know that that's what happens whenever you stop dropping, you know it goes back up, so that's what they're trying to prevent happening again, to where you know hospitals don't get overrun like they were, you know back in early January we had over two thousand covid hospitalizations not to mention all the other you know people who are in hospitals for their other reasons so i mean my gut feeling is it would stay pretty much the same i you know maybe he adds another restriction but I, I don't see him loosening restrictions this next uh when the next proclamation ends april 28th
0: we're gonna be talking a little bit about Springfest later on in the show but there is going to be a vaccine uh, clinic at yes. Springfest, correct? Yes. Uh, give us the bare bones information on that. Bare
1: of uh, Springfest is running nine to four thirty, and that vaccine clinic will be running during the same hours at Old City Hall. It's one fifteen Maddie Street. That's uh, you know, right off Range Avenue, uh, corner of Maddie and Benton, and it's you know, they they picked that site because it's close enough to Springfest to where people can just walk up and get their vaccine, but it's also you know separated enough to where if something happens which you know jason Populus, the city's emergency manager said is a very rare thing that if something serious were to happen you know some sort of serious reaction to the vaccine but in case that does happen they can back an ambulance up right there you know they're separated enough to where you know if something happens they can take care of it so that's uh and it's free vaccines the moderna vaccine so they'll also schedule your second shot there uh whenever you get the first one very good. So uh, still
0: pushing for vaccines to be taken by the populace. You know, a lot of um,
1: it, it slowed a little bit. There yes. was, there was a big push, a big rush early, especially now with the Johnson and Johnson going out. It's because that was a lot of, a lot of people were wanting that one because it's the one shot. But now without that one, you know, that that's just going to, it's causing a little hesitancy with the other one. So yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, we've passed a million fully vaccinated people, so we're getting close to, you know, a quarter of the state's population fully vaccinated. But there's some areas in Livingston Parish is included that are just more hesitant to getting the vaccine. So uh, just another push by, you know, leaders to to change those figures. Right. So uh, anything else you'd like to bring up about COVID? Oh, I think that's about uh it for this week. We'll see how it changes next week. Hopefully we get uh hopefully there's not any worse news next week and you know the uh CDC is supposed to be releasing some findings on the Johnson and Johnson this Friday. So, you know, uh you know, hopefully we get some good news that you know they've kind of pinpoint pinpoint the uh what what what's causing these blood clots. So, uh, hope we get some good news on that front, and uh, in terms of Governor Edwards' uh, proclamation next weekend.
0: So yeah, they, week. and and a lot of people, uh, very much interested in in that one shot kind of deal. So hopefully they get that figured out. Jumping over to Rob, uh, we're in playoff season. Playoff it's, it's
2: it's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, it's,
0: God, tell me about this is, it.
2: This is this is the uh, this is the crunch time, you, you, and you know, the spring season is always the most condensed. Right. Uh, of all of them and it just kind of flies by and you go, wait, wait, what just happened? Right. You know?
0: And so, uh, I, I did a, kind of kind of a quick curve ball here. Um, and pardon the pun. I know it is yeah, that time of year. You can do it. Uh, <laughs> There is, there was some more recent guidance released by the LHSAA that's going to allow larger crowds at, at, at Frash Park and Murray Park in, in Sulphur, correct?
2: Um, I, and I, I just kind of glanced at it. Um, I, I don't know if from a media standpoint, I don't know how that affects us. Uh, I, I'll be honest, as long as I can get in and see what I need to see, that's what I'm, I'm worried about. It's going to be a little bit different, uh, from what I saw, uh, and I know they were we're kind of worried about that, you know. People are saying it's an outdoor event, you, you know. You should should be allowed to to have all the people in there, but uh, you know, uh, you got to abide by what, what they want to do. So that's sure. It's what we're looking at.
0: So I, you know, uh, and and if you if you're curious about what we're talking about, Murray Park and Fresh Park or Frash Park and mm-hmm. Sulphur are the two places where baseball and softball playoffs are, are held. The state tournaments, right? The state Correct. portion of the tournaments, uh, respectively. So, uh, first and foremost, let's talk about those who are pushing towards Frash Park, which is softball. Uh, those games have already started. Of course, today is Wednesday. They started on Tuesday. More so to come started today.
2: They uh, actually started on Monday. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah, okay. we, we, uh, the brackets came out Friday. They, they went into playoff mode on Monday, started playing. Uh, all nine teams from the parish made it. Uh, we've got six left, um, and we've got... Uh, I'm, I'm going to run through West, West Wachita at Walker at 5.30, Live Oak at Sam Houston at 5.30, Iowa at Albany at 6 o'clock, Doyle at South Placum at 5, French Settlement at Lakeside at 5, and Elizabeth at Holden at 4.30. That'll be Holden's first playoff game. They're the number two seed, and they got a buy in that Class B bracket. Uh, Doyle's a number two seed. Uh, normally they'd be at home, but there was an upset in the, on the other side of the bracket, so they're having to travel. Sure,
0: sure. So, uh, you know, all that very, uh, very interesting. And, and, and just to add a little flavor to the show, uh, my mother in law was from Elizabeth, actually. Oh, there you so, go. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, multi sport athlete little. over there. Uh, so, you know, God rest her. So, uh, what do you, you know, uh, did most of those teams who were still in it, you said there were a lot of good games, a lot of close games in that first round. Most of these teams moving forward took care of business. So. Yes, yes. We,
2: and, and you actually had Live Oak actually played Zachary in the first round. So oh, wow. You, you get you get a you get a district matchup right off the bat, uh, you know, and, and uh, I want to say it was a, a – 10, 10 run ball game if I remember correct fourteen to four, Fourteen I to four if I remember correctly. Check there. out the so, photos. Yeah, I was just yeah, about yeah. <laughs> to say, Mister David
1: Gray over here was out there Look with the camera. That. Look and at that. We'll have we'll have Elizabeth and Holden photos later. To uh, well, I guess it'll be yesterday. That'll so, be for, for <laughs> yeah. whenever, whenever this. Yeah,
2: this will yeah. yeah. be this will be for Wednesday. Yeah, David's going to head out to Holden and, and get some photos out there.
0: Well, very cool. Um, so any any games to. You know, for fans to predict, particularly put in asterisk next to to be 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 mindful that,
2: of. I, I mean, you, you got to look at Doyle, you got to look at Holden, uh, and this is not taken away from anybody. And and Walker has just been playing uh, just some phenomenal all all season long. They they, they just been phenomenal. Uh, not taking anything away from anybody else, but those are uh to me the, the the teams you really look at uh and 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 of course you've always got to be mindful of of uh you know it's playoffs man anything can happen so uh and, and as long as you're there you know you you can always keep going so that's why you say those are the ones we look at but uh you know everybody's got a chance right now cuz you're you're in it you know French settlement's also been playing some solid ball too so yeah keep an eye if, out if there. you
0: followed French settlement it looks like they're kind of coming together Right when they need to,
2: Re- ran a really young team, really young team too. They got some, they got some seventh and eighth graders playing out there. So, so good uh, look for the really, future. really. I mean, they. I, I saw them against Doyle a couple weeks ago when, when I, I think I bailed out of here real quick to go cover that, and uh, that wound up a three-two ball game. I don't know what oh, it is wow. about. Uh, uh, I don't know what it is about when French Settlement goes over to play Doyle, but uh, two years ago uh, they went to extra innings. Doyle wound up winning, but uh, it's. I, I asked Blake West. I said, "What is it?" And Amanda Desell said the same thing. She goes, "I, you know, they just we every time we play, we know we're going to get a good game out of them." So, right.
0: So a lot of uh,
2: kind of a rivalry there. Not too far away from each other. It's yeah. Don't have to go very far, man. It's a you Fifteen know. minute drive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, a little bit probably more. 20, probably a bit more. Follow, yeah, d- depends on what you're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump over to the other side. Uh, baseball brackets are coming
2: out. This week um, they, they'll wrap up the regular season to end this week, and the okay. bracket should be coming out beginning of next week. So okay. uh, we'll, we'll see where everybody is. But I just uh, woke up this morning and started looking at last night's games, and it was you, you're just kind of looking, and I'm like, I don't know which one to make the lead here because there were so many great games. I just want to run through. Um, Walker Zachary goes eight innings, uh, Walker scores six in the bottom of the eighth to win eight, seven over Zachary. And wow. that's that's after Zachary scored five in the top of the eighth to take the lead. Um, so, the way you look at it is it's playoff time, crunch time, and these teams last night it looks like they played like it. You know, it's it's we're we're starting to tune up, trying to get where we need to go. Uh, Live Oak beats Central eight to three. Uh, Live Oak just keeps chugging along. and They're undefeated right now in district play. Um, and Walker and Live Oak have been in the top ten in the in the Class 5A power rankings all season long. So just expect them to be up there when those, when those brackets come out next week. Um, Albany, LaRanja. Luke Purvis had a two run double with two out in the top of the seventh. Um, and Justin coach throws a two hitter, had nine strikeouts in that. Um, and then they, uh, LaRanja loaded the bases in the bottom of the seventh and they got out, got out of the jam without, a worked run out run. Of got it, huh? got it. They got an out at the, uh, at home plate on a fielder's choice and then got two straight fly outs to end, to end the game. So, uh, Big win for them. Um, and like I said, you keep going. Then I get down here to Doyle and North Lake Christian. Cade Lines hits a grand slam with two out in the bottom of the sixth. Andrew U- Andrew uh, Uretich, who just changed his commitment to uh, – he had signed earlier, but he is now uh, – he's kind of withdrawn that. He is now committed to southeastern Louisiana. Okay. That happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, but he threw a four-hitter, had thir- 13 strikeouts, um, four to one in that one. So – that that was all last night, folks, and yeah, I I wasn't tonight. even at that. I went I went to St. Thomas and Springfield, which was a nine to five ball game. Score doesn't look like uh you know maybe as dramatic as is these, but again that was a great game. Well, STA uh, put up a five run six five run fifth. Fifth. So they got a three run home run in that inning. Um and uh you and know that like kind those, of blew it open. Well, and, and the way you looked at it too was uh, in talking to Coach Blanchard after that game, it's uh Springfield gave up three runs in the first inning without giving up a hit. Uh, it's one of those deals. So that. it's it's uh, and That's what I told him. I was like, I know what you're going to tell me, but I'm going to tell you too. You, you can't Ooh. do that and, and and against good teams. But I mean, he's looking at it as something that's going to maybe help them down the road. And he said they got to get back to playing kind of error free baseball because that's something early in the season that you didn't see from Springfield's teams.
1: Right.
0: So uh and of course we will be expecting um some state track coming up here pretty soon right
2: yeah well, actually uh, I, uh we got some uh district meets i think happening this week and then you'll go on to regionals and usually that that state track meet i don't know the exact date but that's normally the first week of may uh so it'll be it'll be interesting there because uh, it didn't happen last year yeah, so right. you know a lot of stuff didn't happen last year so it's kind of getting your feet back under you and you know the the big part is you're you're getting to this point in the season, um, you know, with, which you with, didn't even with, experience with, which, last which year. didn't happen last year. So, right.
0: Jumping back over to Mister Gray, we have uh kind of an interesting situation. Maybe the uh you know to steal a sports sports expression, the beginning of a rivalry. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Spring Fest, which of course, uh, Spring and Fall Fest canceled in 2020, but now Walker is having their very own spring festival uh that will be friday saturday and sunday yes right okay so uh describe the rivalry
1: to it. yeah <laughs> i don't think there's much of a rivalry but uh yeah it's uh walker they've they've just added a new position to the city community outreach coordinator and sandy mcgrew she uh worked at Pards for many years of, you know people of uh seeing her group called the Yaya's are like a dancing group that goes and that visits nursing homes and other sort of, uh, you know, assisted living facilities, you know, dancing with the seniors, that sort of thing. Well, she recently moved over to Walker and now was trying to get more, get more stuff going in the community. And one thing that she said, the mayor mayor, Jimmy Watson really wanted to do is just have these events that bring people together, especially now, you know, after everyone's been at home for a year and now that, you know, restrictions have been loosened to a point to where you can have larger gatherings. So Walker is having their first spring fest. They're calling it spring fest. It's more of a fair, honestly. Uh, it's, it's going to be at Sydney Hutchison park, April 23rd through 25th. They're going to have live music, food trucks, a uh, farmer's market, a car show, fair rides. There'll be a Ferris wheel. There'll be around, you know, dozen or so other rides They have games, you know, basically anything that you would find at a fair. And, uh, Admission is free, and the music is free. Of course, you're gonna to have to pay if you want to ride rides and play the games and eat that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, just just a way to bring the community together uh, after what's been a rough year. And you know, for Walker, this is the first you know they have their Fourth of July celebration every year. They have a couple other you know things, Christmas parade that sort of thing. But they don't have a they don't have a fair or a large festival like this. So I mean, we'll see how large it is, you know, after this first weekend. But, but you know, this is them just trying to add more to add more to the city, and also you know, kind of highlight Sydney Hutchinson Park, which you know has a lot has a lot of amenities there. I mean, you have the walking trail, the fishing ponds, an all inclusive playground. I mean, there, there's a lot there. So this is just going to bring more. You know, they're hoping to bring people from outside of Livingston Parish to this.
0: Going back to Denham. Denham is having their spring fest already mentioned before yep. spring and fall fest last year's canceled. What's kind of the, what's the atmosphere there? What's the feeling?
1: Well, right now it's just the weather. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's the only feeling right now, uh, you know, national weather service, uh, I looked a little while ago and it was 40% chance for rain and Saturday morning. So, you know, in, you know, in Louisiana that could change on a dime so you know not really all doom but uh you know that that's really it and you know the feeling is it's if the weather holds up it should be a pretty big draw just like the Denim fair was a couple of weeks ago where that was the biggest draw they've ever had i mean there was around 20,000 people that went to the fair over the 3 days i mean they you know spring fest looks to be if the weather holds up it might be the biggest one of the biggest they've had because people are just ready to get out i mean was talking with our you know, secretary secretary of the office earlier, she said she's going out there, you know, rain or shine. She's going to have her umbrella because she just wants to go shopping. She wants to go walking through the through the antique village and, you know, visiting all the vendors. And that's something that people have been missing over the last, you know, 13 months now. Uh, so, I mean, if the weather holds up, it should be a big draw. And even if it doesn't hold up for a little bit, it might still be a big draw just because people are eager to get out.
0: So. That will be coming up this Saturday. Of course, another fair just down the road in Walker. So plenty for people to do this. And weekend. they shouldn't
1: really coincide either. Uh, you know, that people were wondering why they're having the same weekend. Fair, that's more, you know, even though the fair is running on Saturday from twelve to ten, you know, spring fest is from nine until four thirty. And, you know, most people are gonna go to the fair in the afternoon anyway, you know, afternoon, evening, night sort of thing. So they shouldn't really coincide if you know, you could be able to do both if you wanted to, honestly.
0: So, uh, and if you are really itching to get out, you can go do both. That is an option. Yes.
2: Here, here's the plus part for me. When you say forty percent, and that's good compared to what we had last week. Yes, yeah. That's that's on the yeah. up, man. I, yeah. I I didn't I didn't cover a game last week, and I don't I don't remember that the last time that happened, just because the weather was as great as it was last week.
0: Yes, it was great. <laughs> and we, we all say, I say air, that, quotes yes, and every air quotes in and every bit of facetious.
2: Very facetious.
0: So, one last thing, Mr. Gray. Uh, there was a story about some bowls. Very interested to hear about that. Oh,
1: yes, yes. Mr. Pat Savick. He's a you know retired politician in Denham Springs. He's uh, lived in the city his whole life. Graduated with the class of 48, I believe. Sometime in the 40s. So, yes, he has been here a long time. And he... He kind of started that he's always been fascinated with woodwork. Uh, so, you know, in the 1990s, he he he's really got into it and, you know, just would build all kinds of stuff for himself, his family, family members. And then, you know, other people across the across the parish once they once word kind of got out about his uh, his hidden skills. So, you know, at the start of 2021, he just started making he wanted to start basically giving away as much as he could make. So over 10 weeks, he gave away, I had it written down 118 bowls, 60 something spatulas, uh, salad, salad bowls, uh, cutting boards, uh, a boat paddle, you know, a random boat paddle in there, but he gave away over 200 pieces. And when I say give away, he, he just would not accept payment at all. He just, people would come over talk with him for a few minutes and it was you know just a just an interesting story on a man who just really wanted to do something you know just to brighten people's day and that's the sort of one thing that he told me is that he you know that's his you know back in the day he he said there was one time he made and sold some rocking chairs but he stopped that instantly because he said he didn't get the same joy out of you know selling it he, he got more joy out of you know just seeing people's Faces when he would give them these bowls, and I got a free spatula out of it, so I did pretty good on that end. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> got to walk
1: away with a yeah, piece yeah, of it. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, there, there we go. go. And each one of them has his name uh, on the back of it or somewhere on it, and when he made it. So, I mean, yeah, I guess. And he has some pieces that are one piece is in a museum in China, another is in a museum in Germany. So, I mean, his stuff is literally all over the world, all over the country, many states. And like I said, it's in, you know, he's given spatulas Uh, earlier. I think last year he gave spatulas to the sheriff, the the assessor, clerk of court, parish council members. Scooter Keene was there mm-hmm. last weekend getting his spatula. So just, you, you know, his stuff is really made, you know, outside, outside the parish. Right. So a, a very popular, very
0: interesting story. If you want to go check it out, it is at com and in this Thursday's paper. Yes. And in this Thursday's paper. So there you have it. So I want to wrap up, folks. Please remember, there's plenty to do this weekend. Also going to be some sports this week, since we are at least expecting sun for most of the week. Yes, that's correct. Do want to remind folks that if you live inside the Denham Springs School District, which stretches from just north of the fast food for corners corner south of Watson all the way down to almost to Port Vincent, please remember there is a measure on the ballot. Election day is this Saturday. Polls are open from 7 a.m or excuse me, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can check the Secretary of State's website to see where your polling location is by putting in your address. One last time, I want to thank these two gentlemen for joining me. I want to have them introduce themselves one more time before we leave. Going to start this time with the man on my right.
1: It's David Gray, Lifestyle Editor with the Livingston Parish News.
2: Hey, this is Rob DeArmond, sports editor, here with the Livingston Parish News.
1: And my name is
0: McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys out there joining us and listening in. Uh, We are uh, slowly but steadily moving towards putting this on video, which I'm sure these two guys are just so excited about. (laughs) I'll make sure and shave. (laughs) Probably a good idea. And uh, please remember, we are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month. to Get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We do hope you guys have a great day. Please try to enjoy the weekend, and we will see you next time.